Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of LCBJJ Talks. I'm your host, Carlos Archila. This week, we have a student interview with a brown belt of ours, Jason. Jason, uh, not only being a brown belt, and he's also an assistant instructor here. He teaches the Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning classes, and of course, the the uh, Monday uh, evening beginner classes. Um, but on top of that, um, what we're really going to get into and what we really focus on is uh, Jason is a strength and conditioning coach um, over here at Be Well Fitness. Uh, it's in the air. It's right in Libertyville. So he's a uh, he has a has had that opportunity to work with a, a, a good handful of us here at Lake County, including myself. I had the opportunity to train with him uh, last year in the summer and uh, work with work with him regarding you know uh, my mobility and my strength. And uh, I'll tell you what, after one day, I always had a problem with my left knee. So after one day, he really, I walked out of there pain-free. Um, so he's a, I wouldn't say he's a miracle worker, but he's going to get you guys moving correctly, as you guys will see. You guys will hear in the in the podcast that uh, jujitsu beats you up. Uh, we make no uh, <laughs> jujitsu beats you up. We make no, we don't hide the fact that jujitsu, um, you know, is um, improves your body. But if you don't take care of your body, uh, it's just like any other any sort of contact sport is going to beat you up. So um, that's part of the, I guess, the jujitsu lifestyle. Bra is um, trying to get yourself healthy, trying to get yourself. Um, you know, stronger, you know, or leaner, whatever, in order to be able to kind of take the training sessions and being able to recover properly. And uh, we'll get into a lot of um, a lot of talking about strength and conditioning. Of course, his background uh, found out some some things, some interesting things about Jason. I I didn't know, and that's kind of the point of the podcast here is is to get to know everybody here, and for everybody out there listening to get to know everybody here. Um, so I learned a couple things um, about Jason that I didn't know, and uh, we talked a little bit about his background and his in his MMA days and his what he was doing training uh, before that, um, before he started before he was here with us. What you know what he was doing and really his start and uh, what really motivated him to continue, um, you know, on this path of being a personal trainer uh, and a strength coach. And, um, you know, what drives him, his motivations, you know, all that stuff. So, and of course, we had, uh, we did some uh, strength and conditioning uh, Q&As, um, some, some uh, questions from our members, and some questions that I had as well. Uh, so, he went, so he went in depth and answered some of the questions. Hopefully we got to all of them. I think we did. And, um, you know, when anybody, somebody, when anybody has a specialization, like kind of like Jason, we would really, you know, we really uh, will try to do kind of a Q&A instead of me sitting here asking him questions that I think you guys want to ask. But, you know, that's not the same unless you guys are asking questions. So maybe we'll have him on. Um, maybe we'll have him on again. Probably we'll have him on again and uh, to answer more of your questions and really get into maybe a little bit more of um you know, this is more kind of a general overview type of podcast and questions. Maybe we'll get more in depth in uh, certain aspects of uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and strength and conditioning. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I certainly did. Um, it's a little bit of a longer one, but it's always more enjoyable. And uh, I hope to do more more like these in the future. But uh, we'll get into it right away. But uh, this past weekend, if you guys are listening to this on a Monday, uh, we had a pretty good weekend as as a school of, when I'm, of course, I'm talking about Lake County Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We had a pretty good weekend this past weekend as Coach Patty and Jeziel uh, were on the Grappling Games Pro event and uh, both walked away with the victories, not just the victories, not decision victories, but submission victories. It was always a good thing, which kind of, you know, solidif- solidif- really solidifies the, the, um, the, the, the victory as there's no... There's no fluke. There's no, there's no fluke. There's no nothing. It's, hey man, you know you you, you tapped, so you can't really come back on. Well, you know you only beat me on points or whatever. But nope, it was pretty decisive. So great performances to both. Uh, really looking forward to getting more of our more guys in our from our school on these events. 
it's a great experience. It's one match, <laughs> uh, especially some people aren't suited for tournaments. Some people aren't suited for tournaments. I've been told that as well. I'm not suited. Uh, I haven't been, you know, I'm not suited for tournaments, but I'm suited for one eight-minute match. Uh, so, you know, I see some of the guys here at the school um, can probably follow that path as well. Plus, you know, you do get paid. So, uh, you know, you you know, you get paid a couple hundred bucks, uh, you know, after doing eight minutes or seven minutes of jujitsu. Not a bad way to make a couple hundred bucks. I can think of I have friends that uh, work eight hours and they get excited because they made the same amount of money uh, some of these guys are making in one in one eight minute match as opposed to eight hours of of work and you know side work as they call it right. But I hope you guys enjoyed the video, or excuse me, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. See you guys. Thanks. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're here with Jason. Hey, Jason. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I'm getting back in the um, back in the swing of things of recording these, and uh, thanks for coming out. Mm-hmm. So kind of like uh, we did Josh's thing, Josh's uh, interview. Uh, we had some people um, submit some questions, I guess, in, in our Facebook group, and uh, we had. A f- I looked at it. We had a f- we had a few questions. That probably be a good portion of uh, taking. Um, that was Jason's phone. We'll take up uh, some of this time, but we'll start off with, um, you know, give a little background about yourself and um, how it, because you do something interesting for work. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I am uh, a strength and conditioning coach. Um, I work at Be Well Fitness in Libertyville. So um, I'm actually, you know, it's funny because Ben and I, my, my, the guy I work for, his name is Ben. We were just talking about this the other day. Ben Well. Ben Well and Bach for Be Well. <laughs> um, I've been there now this month, five years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I feel like... Uh, <clears throat> I'm, you know, like jujitsu, we have the white, the blue, purple, brown, black. Um, I still feel like I'm a, you know, low end purple belt in the industry of, you know, fitness yeah, and strength conditioning. Um, you know, I've changed my focus now more so to jujitsu and grappling, right? Um, to help that kind of that uh, uh, people, those people. So, but yeah, I got into it because, um, you know, I started off fighting mm-hmm. and I was getting injured and you know back when I first started it was like 2007 2008 when you know the whole MMA thing was still kind of you had to be 18 and older to pay for it and right you know, UFC nobody knew what that was it was still taboo um <clears throat> so I got into it and then uh you know I started getting injuries and fighting and you know nobody knew knew what to do with the injuries you know just, oh just keep fighting just keep fighting right you know and then I ended up getting a back injury and uh, it wasn't like it was just ongoing thing got worse and worse and worse over time. It wasn't like one thing. And then uh, several doctors, several physical therapists, chiropractors all said the same thing to me. I would get an x-ray done. They would say, look, your pelvis is tilted one way and then it's tilted way forward. That's what's creating your back pain. Now you've got this impingement of your spine. <clears throat> okay, we'll do something about it. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here's a bunch of drugs. And so, then, right. you know, I was doing drugs and, you know, getting hooked on those and uh, nothing was ever changing. I was just still in pain. So, um, and then I did the uh, cortisone shots that didn't help. And uh, again, I just gave up on, you know, um, uh, doctors and chiropractors at that point because <laughs> <Right. laughs> they were all kept telling me the same thing, right. same exercise and nothing worked. Um, so, and then I ended up quitting a couple of really high-paying jobs, and you know, life changed. I stopped doing jujitsu and MMA, and then mm-hmm. uh, I didn't grapple for good three years. Uh, really? So, yeah, it sucked. <clears throat> I went from being 205 in shape and uh, signing a pro contract in Hawaii to a freaking 250-pound slop and uh, not even working out. Kind of like now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like no. now. Um, you know. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked not to do jujitsu, um, like I was able to, you know, fuck, let alone walk and sit. Not right. in pain. I got to a point where I couldn't even sit at a mall for five minutes, um, you know, or walk for five minutes, you know. Me neither. Uh, so I can't sit in a mall either. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, so what? Um, uh, how many fights did you have? 
So I had four. Yeah, four fights. Pro? Uh, no. Amateur? Uh, amateur. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. One, four uh, amateur, two that we got backed out of uh, due to injuries. I signed in 2010. Uh, was it was my first pro contract. Signed it. It was great. We we're going to go to Hawaii for four days, paid. You know, I was going to. Was it Rumble on the Rock? I don't remember. I do not remember. That's the only thing I remember. A, was like a, was it because I know BJ Penn had a thing. Out yes, there. it was BJ Penn. So, so it was, it was Rumble on the Rock. It was, it was Rumble on the Rock. It was going to be the number two of the that they had that BJ Penn had done out there. So it must have been Rumble the Rock. Yeah, probably. Um, so, probably at that time. Yeah, possibly. I signed up to fight a, a kickboxer at 185, and um, <clears throat> a week out from the fight, I was living with my coach. We were best friends, and we lived mm-hmm. for like uh, we were roommates for five years. Um, so. <clears throat> we were always fighting together at home and at the gym. <laughs> so, because he was fighting, he had just gone off a fight with Matt Lindland uh, at that time. So, uh, but yeah, I was getting ready to fight. It was a week out, and we got a phone call. Uh, no, he got the phone call. The guy dislocated his knee. And, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So the, he was in the process of trying to find another match for me, but he had never told me. I found out by MySpace because we have MySpace back. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had posted on MySpace about Tim Apuli still has MySpace. Does he? Shut up. No. <laughs> Is that even is that even around still? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, know. I get I find this post about I don't remember what it was, to tell you the truth, but I found out on MySpace and I at the top of my lungs, I'm on the computer and I said, Landon. Uh, I said, What the F? And he come walking up and goes, You found out, didn't you? I said, Yeah, I did, what the hell? He goes, Look, I'm trying, I'm trying to find you another fight. Um, but this was actually at the point of my probably it was getting to the point where was, my back was just every day, all day. Um, so it was kind of a catch-22. Yeah, didn't get the fight. Didn't go to Hawaii because the guy pulled out. I couldn't find me a match. Um, but, you know, that's when my back started kind of spiraling out of control. So, um, you know, long story short, <clears throat> after that, when I gave it up for the three years, I came to Illinois because this was all in Washington State where uh, Danielle and I were from. And um, when I moved here, I started doing a lot of research on right. functional movement because this is about now – did you um, when you moved? So you're from Washington State. What did you? Um, were you were you working or were you just doing a profile out in Washington? No, I was working. I was working a full time job, two full time. I was working a full time job making telephone poles, making really good money. I was an operator working Komatsu machinery mm. uh, to loading, yeah, rail cars and all kinds of stuff. And then um, I mean anything from a twenty four telephone pole to a hundred twenty foot telephone pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, been there. I was there for a long time. And then I was also a part-time fireman. So being an EMT and fireman. So I'd go, I would literally go to work at six in the morning, get off work at three o'clock, go to the gym, which was two miles down the road. And I would go there, do a kickboxing class. Then I would sleep on the uh, kickboxing bags that we had laid out or on the mat while they did a kids, kids class and then like a fitness class. Mm-hmm. And then we would have a grappling class, or we called it pancreation back then. Mm-hmm. Then we would have fighters Ooh. training. Yeah. Um, so then that's what I would do five days a week. <laughs> and then uh, in between that, I would either leave my one of the classes earlier and I would go do a shift at the fire department and then just recycle my day that way. So so you were the Scott Repick before yeah, Scott yeah, Repick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I was trying to be a Scott Repick. Uh, but, um, yeah, and then uh, the fire department wasn't too keen on me fighting all the time, So, but they got over. <laughs> so yeah, I was out there doing all that, but I had to give it all up yeah. because of that back injury. Jesus, um, yeah, I didn't realize how. So you came out. So you pick up where you left off. You, you came. So you came out to Illinois. <laughs> yep, came out to Illinois, <laughs> and uh, you know I was uh, at that point. I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? Because I can't do anything with my back. So um, that I started doing some research, and uh, it's about when functional movement screening kind of kind of that's a big thing now. Gray right? Cook, yeah, Gray Cook, and. Uh, those guys um you're doing it wrong yeah 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 yeah. you gotta crawl you gotta fucking walking (laughs) um so i started with reading up on that and found a guy who was you know certified in it so and that was ben wellenbach um do you think when when ben was making his business he was like he's like oh be well fitness and he started laughing oh yeah oh yeah that's gonna be funny (laughs) (laughs) we had a kid uh the other one of our youth athletes he goes so when you were making your name did you purposely make it be well? And we both looked at the kid. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, but do you think he was like, <laughs> this is going to be funny. And then it actually became a fucking business. <laughs> oh, shit. So I met him and uh, it was crazy. It was the craziest thing because I didn't, you know, I had tried everything. Did you, everything. so you, you went, you went as, 
client of Ben's. Yeah, yeah, okay, I was a client. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I went in as a client of Ben's. Um, I was working for Peapod at the time. And again, I was in pain every freaking day. If anybody knows what Peapod is. It's yeah, really, you're delivering shit, really, picking shit up. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it sucked, man, every day. And then, uh, so when I started working with him as a client. So, you know, I tell people all the time now that knowing what I know now, I say, you know, there's a chance with an injury that things will get worse before it gets better. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know this back then. This is something Ben kind of walked me through because there was a point about 25 days in working with him where I was feeling good. I'm like, all right, this could be working, could be working. And then I hit this, I don't know, I, this like fucking drop. Like right. I was at pain more so than I had been because I've been dealing with the pain for so long. Right. And I, there was two sessions I had skipped out on him, didn't even call him. And I called him on the second one. I'm like, look, I'm not coming. I'm busy, but I lied. I was like, I'm in pain. But he reached out a third time. And I said, look, I got something coming up. I'm not coming in. He's like, no, no, no. What's really going on? I'm like, dude, I'm in severe pain. This is worse than when I even started with you. And he goes, look, come in. I, that's what I want to see you. So I came in and uh, we're like, let's talk about it. We did a couple things and um, I left there pain free. Hmm. It was the first time, it was one, I'll never forget the drill. Um, it's a drill that I apply to people a lot mm-hmm. um, because it, I think it works really well because, uh, just for that application. But um, uh, I left that day, I went home and kind of teared up with Danielle. I was like, I, I have not felt this pain gone like what this drill? in three years. It was just an, what they call it a super bird dog. It's a great cook drill mm-hmm. <laughs> for hip extension. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go on, bo- uh, you, you, you know, the basic bird dog was you're on hands and knees, but this one, you sit your hips all the way back and then you go to your elbow, straightening one leg out. And then what you do is you straighten out your leg. Now, if you keep your knee bent, a lot of people are going to pull, try and use the knee to lift the leg and not your mm-hmm. extension, uh, in your okay. hip. but you straighten out the leg and you take all the leg apart away by flexing it out and pulling your toe up. Then you have, and you, you say, lift your toe off the ground. You'll see a lot of people can't even do it. It's a drill I've had you do. And you're like, oh, how come on my left side I can't lift my toe? And so, you remember this one? And you, you know, like, one oh, side. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one yeah. side, you're like, oh, my God, it's really, it's really oh, easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did the but bats. But I fucking side. did it. Yeah. <laughs> then we did the bats. Like, oh, I can't even get off the ground. Yeah. Um, it's just hip extension in, in this flex position. Um, and I didn't have it. And, like, a lot of people don't introduce right. it. Right. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, you'll, you'll, it, it, it changed my whole game from there. Hmm. It, from that day forward, um, that was now six years ago, seven years ago. Did you immediately start working with Ben? I mean, you, I mean, meaning like making the career switch? Did you no, ma- no, immediately? no, not at all. No, so oh. I continued working with him as a client, and um, I always knew I like I was always interested in the whole physical fitness, um, you know, physical thing. Yeah, but I always wanted to be a farmer. I was always wanting to be a fireman. Um, I even tried to get with Antioch when I moved here. I'm like, ah, this is, you know, I got tired of the politics in fire in, in fire service. Um, so I didn't really know. That. Then I started to go back to CLC because I looked at CLC and I was going to be a paramedic. Okay. So I started that route. And then I switched to because then I finally got hired over at. Um, so you were like Repic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I wanted to be like Repic. Next is Repic. I don't think Scott even. I don't think. <laughs> Jesus. I don't Sorry. think Scott even listens to this. He probably doesn't. I'm, I'm gonna start pulling out Repic arm bars. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Scott even does. I don't think Scott even knows what how to how to do podcast like listen to a podcast. <laughs> He's just too busy looking at memes yeah. of hot chicks. So. Midgets. Yeah, so then, um, so then we took, you know, I, I start, kept going as a client, and then I was like, okay, then I stopped because it got kind of pricey for me, and then just timings weren't working, and I was trying to go to school, and I switched gears, got hired at Condell, and I was working there, and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and then Danielle's like, what, what are we going to do? What do you want to do? Because I, I, she was starting nursing at that time, and right. she goes, I'm, I got nursing, like, what do you want to do? Like, you don't, you know, what do you, like, because I was like all in limbo of all these things. And I don't know, I started getting back into jiu-jitsu a little bit. I'm like, you know what? I want to try jiu-jitsu again. And so I found a place in Lakemore, and I started doing it again. Mm-hmm. And now I had come off of not doing jiu-jitsu for two and a half, three years, but I went in there, and I picked it back up really quickly. I was actually out of shape. Uh-huh. And they're like, whoa, we're, you know, you said you trained a little bit, but I was like, yeah, I trained for about five years, uh, four or five years. And they're like, oh, okay. But they were looking for someone to pick up a morning class. And they're like, would you be interested? And I'm like, yeah, sure. This will help me get back in. Plus, I'll get back into a groove. And, right. Uh, so I started teaching morning classes. And um, um, so that got me back into jujitsu. And then I started seeing people being injured all the time. I'm like, oh, man, like, I'm not, 
you know, after three years, nobody knew what to do. And all I did was this functional movement stuff and right, right, move right. properly. And uh, I was like, I, it kind of clicked one night. I'm like, that's what I want to do. So I just went after it and emailed Ben. I'm like, look, I don't know how this was going to work, but I know that I want to do what you did for me, for mm-hmm. other people in my sport. Um, so I emailed him. I said, look, I don't, how, how can I do this? And he emailed me back and said, look, let's have a chat. And, you know, we called on the phone. And next thing I know, he goes, all right, well, if you're serious about it, Show me you're serious and mm-hmm. show me what you're going to do about it. So I said, okay, look, here's what I'm going to do. I'll do an internship with you. I will set up, you know, X amount of weeks to take the test for the certification. And then we'll go from there. So I did an internship there. I was out because at the time I was working at Condell plus teaching jujitsu uh, in the morning. Right. Uh, twice a week. And then I was also starting my own seal coating business for driveways. Mm-hmm. So I was like... Anytime I wasn't doing those things, I was at B-Well Fitness with Ben asking questions, cleaning, mopping, wiping down shit, um, and then studying for this test. So after the six, uh, three months of internship, um, Ben hired me. What test? Uh, for personal, the, the U.S., um, uh, excuse me, a national. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, for okay, personal okay, training, okay. just so I could do personal training. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So be, and be legal and certified and all that right. stuff. So, um so I got that taken care of, and then he goes, "Look, you, you're like un, unlike anybody else I've had here." He goes, there, I, "There's no, I don't know how it's gonna fit, but does, I need, but I need you here." Was he like, "You're doing so well"? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then does he always make well jokes, <laughs> like well puns? You know what he does? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go in on Monday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> does he end every conversation with like, "Okay, be well." I do, Fucking we do, uh, most oh, of the clients when they go, sorry. so be well, be well for the weekend. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's kind of old for them. Now. I'm sorry. I hope he listens to this. Uh, and I hope... No, he's not going to listen. Why not? I don't know. You better. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that's kicked that off, and he's like, you know, we talk about it every once in a while, he's like, you know, you you gave me no choice. I had no choice. There was no reason not to hire you. Right. Um, he goes, you just made it too hard for me not to not hire you, so... So I did that part time. Uh, I started working in with clients and picking up clients on weekends. And man, you know, thanks to I know, uh, he was like, "Look, I want to pull you on full time." Nice. And so then I started working full time. Then I quit the hospital eventually. And then uh, so what I ended up doing was working my way, my hours up at Be Well, lowering my hours at the hospital. Potentially going full. I went from full time to part time to okay. When do you need me? I'll come in, type of thing. So and now that's all I do. Mm. So, nice. yeah, that's nice. That's cool. You do. Uh, so you work with a lot of people. What is the most? So what's one of the most common injuries that you see when you get? First of all, as a regular person, what's one of the like a common complaint that people have? Back pain. Back pain. Back pain. Shoulder pain. What's usually the cause? General meaning like, yeah, this is an injury. What's usually like the cause of an average person? I'm not talking about. No. A, yeah. Quote, unquote, right. Athlete. Right. Um, yeah. Seriously. It, Sitting on our asses all day. Mm-hmm. That's ex- it's whether you know when people come in and say I got a shoulder pain, you know this chronic thing. It's always it's always right here in the front or this low back pain. I'm like, well, what do you do for your job? Like I sit at a desk all day. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, we always have the intent to sit up straight and even like right now with you and I right now we're like we're moving around trying not to be slunched over the whole yeah. time um, because well, it's hard. Care. It's hard to the whole posture. Oh, I don't um, care. Yeah. <laughs> so by the end of an eight hour day at a fucking computer desk, you know you're not only your eyes drain from looking at a screen right. all day, you're slumped over, shoulders are forward, and then what do we do? We go right back into the car, slumped over, and sitting in an hour, you know, traffic. And then what? After we go home, take a shower, eat, we go on the couch, and we go on our phones like this, hunched over. Because every, everything's connected. Right. Yeah. Everything's connected yeah. in the body. Right. Correct. Right. I so mean, then you're asking your body to undo that by standing up and opening your chest and working out, which is where a lot of injuries happen too, because they go to try to work out, and now you've gone from this, and you're trying to ask your body to. But do then, this. yeah. So the injuries already <laughs> happened. Right. Before you. Before you even actually injured it. So, um, you know, people just don't move. People don't move. That's why I tell people, even like the office people, if, um, if, if, if the one thing that you can do during your day mm-hmm. is just stand up and take a couple big breaths mm-hmm. and open your chest, then do that. Cisco was just talking about, like, <clears throat> the other day. I think it was last night, maybe. I don't know. Or, yeah, he was like, I'm going to try to see if I can get a, like a stand-up desk. Yeah. yeah. At, but... Again, those are great. I love the, the you know, you got the Bosu sta- uh, uh, chairs now. You got the uh-huh. stand-up desk. Those are great, right? But again, you're still going to have to look at and be aware of your own posture and what you're doing 
while standing because the same thing happens. We start leaning into one side of one leg, right? Uh, we start leaning into the other leg, and then we're shifting, kind of move back and forth. We, or we stand of one hip for all day long, mm. right? One leg is bent, one leg is straight. You're relying on one side of your hip to carry that weight all day long. And then you start to... <laughs> Same thing you're doing when you're sitting. You start to slouch over or you start putting your elbow on the, the desk. I, um, so then you're compensating other ways. When I worked at the hospital, we had in the in the, in the the clinic, we had, um, you know, the therapist would drag around those computers and basically yeah. a stand-up and they yeah. drag it around yeah. Yeah. to, like, take notes and so yeah. they can go take go room to room. Right. So I would use those to, like, do whatever I needed to do. And I would always, you know, stand, but I'd be lazy, so I just stand mm-hmm. up against. I just stand up against the wall, though. <laughs> like, like I would put my back against the wall just to keep it. But, but I knew, like, I was posture because I'm like, yeah, I need exactly. to keep my back on the. Because I need to keep my back against the wall. Because when I worked at the physical therapy clinic, if I was slouching over, right. I'd be getting yelled at. Yeah. They'd be like, "That's why your neck hurts," or right. "This is exactly. why," you know, exactly. like posture up, posture up. So exactly, I'd you know go up, literally go up against the wall and just put my back against it and yeah. just work yeah. there, but. Even at the hospital, I worked at Condell. Um, we had the the rolling carts for the computers because I was doing mm-hmm. uh, when I got to registration, um, or even when I did EKGs. The EKG machine. I'm I'm six one on a good day when I'm you know feeling good. Those EKG machines, I have to kind of hunch down and reach down. Oh yeah, yeah, they're pretty low. Yeah. I've been in there. Yeah. yeah so you, and that's the other thing is you get a stand up desk. It's, you know, you just gotta be aware of what, and then you gotta have learn how to uh, adjust it so it is for your proper height. What is a what's a so. On that, so what do you suggest for people to do? You said standing up and breathing, but realistically, the only time they do it is when they're at lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they even do it when they're at lunch. Yeah. What do you, so is there anything somebody can do? Because I'm always going to, and I'm going to ask you this way, because people, because we're all, we're we're all inherently lazy. Mm -hmm. What can we do to kind of help um, that posture that sitting posture within five to ten minutes when we get home is there anything we can do man you know when you get home like it's almost as if uh the, the damage is already done right when mm-hmm. you um alexis and i had a really good conversation with uh, about this you know um you want to get up because it, it's going to take longer because you were let's say it's eight hours right now right hour you're you to undo eight hours in five minutes is it's a lot, but then mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have to ask you know twenty minutes of your body to just stand up and kind of open your chest and let your arms hang down and breathe, right? Right. Um, you know if you if you did that, you know three times throughout the day for five minutes, then they, you're better off. But again, it's consistency. Like just because you do it once, uh, you know, one day out of the week isn't gonna do right. anything for you. You want to do that every day. So the suggestion is um, always try to get up during the day. Yeah, absolutely. Get up and walk. You know, you know, people aren't doing that. Even just get up and walk. Right. Move your ankles. Um, what I always, it depends on the person. It, I always ask, like, what kind of area are you in? What are you comfortable with doing in mm-hmm. your, like, whether you're in a cub- cubicle or do you have your own office or, right. you know, do you have a hallway you can go into? It's easier know. to do it in the office. Right, right. Start with, you know, just moving your ankles, bending your knees a little bit, moving your hips around, and then, you know, rolling your shoulders around. Get full breaths in and out, um, you know, and just breathe. Take a second to breathe. Because uh-huh. um, too many people are, you know, depending on your job, you're stressed out, so you've got the shallow breathing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, my, my movement coach, my strength coach, he um, he has a really good example, and I never thought about it until he said it, but, <clears throat> you know, you look at people who smoke. You know, you got to wonder, yeah, the, the nicotine is... Um, uh, is there and it's kind of addictive and that's why you want the cigarette but look at someone who smokes who's really stressed out what do they do they mm-hmm. right they get their breath out really quick and they breath. Yeah. it's a big ass inhalation because they want all that nicotine right yeah they, oh I feel so much better it's because they're breathing right that's a big part of it they're breathing like think about the next time, like, time you see someone smoking like watch them smoke and then you'll see whether they're just casually smoking or if they're having a really bad rough day <laughs> They're usually fucking right. taking deep breaths in um, when they're when they're out there smoking. Right, I can check out the people down the way. Right, so you know, take a smoker's breath, you know, without smoking, and take a smoking break, you know, but no. don't smoke, you know, just breathe, take a deep breath in. That's um, no, that's good because I, you know, I because I know people are always gonna answer like, well, what can I do right after work and. And I know it's tough, and I know, you know it's hard, and, and it's. I, I, it, it, that's a very common question. Mm-hmm. 
and I tell people lately, just stay off your fucking phone right now. Mm-hmm. Go home, take a second to breathe. Um, even like dinner time, like people don't stop before they pick up their spoon or fork yeah. to just take a second and go, all right, I'm about to eat my meal and enjoy this. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's taking that time to just stop and settle right? and just take a breath. Um, you know, I always tell you, you just got to breathe and, and stand up and, you know, yeah. <coughs> trying to work on my, I got to work on my, speaking of, Jesus, that hurt. Speaking um, but there's all, you know, you can like what, well, that's the bone. what we're doing right now is you can foam roll. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, but again, you know, the, the question always is, um, what can I do generally? It's always, what can I do generally for stretching? What can I do generally to feel yeah. good after a long day of work? I do something, do anything. Mm-hmm. My question is, are you going to be consistent? Right. Right. Why am I going to waste my time if you're not going to be consistent with it? Um, or, or are you going to be consistent with it for a week and then just drop it off? Like, oh, it didn't work. I, it didn't make me feel better. That's because you did it for a fucking week. You know, you're not going to undo. It's like jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to undo. You know, I tried it for like years. three months. I, <laughs> you know, I couldn't do it. It just. <laughs> right. Right. It's not working out for me. Uh, yeah. You know, so you're not. So, yeah. That's the big thing, being consistent with it. Um, we'll get into – start doing some of the questions these people asked. Some of them are um, – as I post I post it on our, on our group, you know, ask, right. ask regular, you know, fitness, jiu-jitsu-related questions. No Juni questions. And I knew <laughs> and I knew that I was going to – I knew that I was going to get a response. I kind of like the Juni questions. And I, I knew I was going to get a response from Juni and say something dumb, and that's why I just – that's why I told him it's called a slow burn, Junie, because I knew I was gonna get, I knew you were gonna respond. So Junie's not very smart, but Junie usually asks stupid questions though. like, "Do you like uh, this or <laughs> so?" Those uh, are the kind of questions I ask, though. Those are the kind of questions. Junie, well, <clears throat> let's see, Lou, Lou, nobody cares about Lou. Yeah, did he even ask a question? Just, no, he just. He texted me last night. He texted me his weight and uh, on a scale, and he goes. Do you think I should stop eating? And I'm like, I just wrote, you're fat. Just stop doing anything. <laughs> well, I don't even know when his competition is. Yeah, so. I think it's anyway. this weekend. I'm not sure. All right, so the first one goes to, uh, it's Cisco, who was also on the was also on the podcast. Um, he says, I've been reading that isometric <laughs> isometric lifting, pin pulls, squats, bench. Good for building strength without taxing the nervous system. Would be curious to hear uh, what you think. That's a old question. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, what would you think of isometric? Lifting? Yeah, yeah. I like isometrics. I do. I do. Now, I, how would you build a program around so it? So, I use isometrics a couple different ways. Mainly two different ways. And for those that don't know, the pin pulls is what he's talking about. Is you take a. It's, I have no idea what it is. Yeah, so isolation is taking anything to where you just hold it, like like halfway down or maybe the bottom. Oh, pin pulls. You made me do this. pulls, you you take the barbell and you put the, if it's a rack that has pins uh, or arms, you you put the bar underneath and you would pull and it'll just hold the contraction. So, um, yeah, I've had you do them. I have Robbie do them. I have Scott. I mean, I I love isolations. Uh Um, I don't know that necessarily. It's a catch-22. It's not. It's a what-if. It's a. um, It depends. Answer for the uh, taxing the nervous system because Mm -hmm. actually isolations, depending on how you're using, they can be super taxing more than anything. Um, Especially if you get into like an isolation with uh, or eccentrics, Um, that's even more taxing. So. Um, I use the main reason I use uh, isometrics is for beginners Um, teaching someone how to hold a position what that's supposed to feel like is a really good way to get a beginner going and and holding a position um, and what they should be feeling while kind of in that motion Um, but then I started using isometrics for performance like Robbie right now he's got um, a BOSU push up with a vest on so you get to kind of like you know, because in jiu-jitsu, we scramble, 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 then we hold, mm-hmm. right? So, and we scramble, 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 hold position. So, and then we got to pop out of that hold to another position or, you know, attack. Right. So, um, like Robbie's, one of his protocols right now is he does six um, six uh, uh, push-ups on the BOSU ball mm-hmm. with a vest. And then on his sixth one, he holds halfway down for six seconds. Okay. And then he explodes back out of it, and then that's that's his work. Has so. he ever fallen off the ball? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. When he does, please record it. 
So I use it like that. Um, so and it can be, you know, I use a lot of uh, core isometric stuff. Yeah. Um, um, especially like anti, uh, you know, the. Um, uh, anti-flexion like rollouts or planks that type of stuff so, yeah you're extending your body right but you know and it, you know isometrics are really good too to i use it um in the way to drive the uh, heart rate up mm -hmm. and then ask someone to hold a plank so you wouldn't ne necessarily be using it for an entire program no you'd be you'd be mixing them in with conventional right 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 yeah you just wouldn't go into the gym and be mm -hmm. like i'm gonna fucking do this hold then Move on to the next one. You do this whole and no, do like no, 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 sets no, no, of it. No. Okay. Um, because again, it uh, I, depending on what he's reading and how he uh, what what they said in the book. Uh, again, isolation is gonna be super taxing. Mm -hmm. There'll be a day maybe I'll do like an isometric type of workout where a lot of it is isometrics, uh, but then like day two of their workout will be you know concentric or mm -hmm. you know just nonstop moving. Um, but I won't go like isometric isometric. So it's balanced. Uh, it's a, exactly, exactly. But I do like ice mixers, absolutely. Um, but again, I like it for teaching uh, beginners. I like it uh, at the end of a set. Sometimes I like it before a set. At the end of a, end of a, a workout, you mean? Or no, an a end set. of like, like, an, like this is after your I do set my fucking one, benching. Yeah, this is set one, 10 reps. Give me a 10 second hold right on your last 10th. Uh, ah, okay. okay. Or we'll, I'll even like to, I like to add it in the beginning. Like, okay, I want you to hold for 10 seconds first. Maybe they're having a hard time with the contraction or for whatever feeling. So I'll hold them, have them hold the position for 10 seconds and they go, ooh, my ass is burning, my legs are burning, whatever. Okay, now give me 10 reps. Now you give me 10 reps. Okay. Now you've got that activation where yeah. it's supposed to be. So I use it for a lot of different ways. Okay. Yeah. I think Isomestic is great. What, um, so he's got a, he's got another one. And this kind of goes along with, with a prop, probably with a, what Alexis asked. Alexis asked stretching for before class and to relieve after class soreness, you know, to improve elder mobility because she's old as fuck. <laughs> um, but Cisco, uh, it goes along the same lines as about recovery for grapplers. Uh, does an active recovery, sled pull, small workout, stretching actually increase recovery? Time or passive methods preferred for grapplers? So, so basically, let me okay, let me break that down. So, what what do you like to do to recover? Like, so in Alexis's case, she wants to learn. She wants to what can she do? So here before class. So okay, I think or after I'm class, gonna, to kind of relief. They're right. both asking different it, ways how to right. stop being sore. Right. I'm gonna stop being pussies. <laughs> right, because and fucking train. I'm just joking. Uh, what I like my fucking job is um, as what I do you know it, shit doesn't happen um, shit happens back doors shit happens it, it, like a relationship it's not on Facebook it's not all the shit that we post on Facebook. you know a relationship is built behind the scenes mm -hmm. um, at home where you working through the struggles with one another and connecting with one another that's what I do when right. people come to me right. um it's not what I, it's not, you know, it's, if I post a video, Scott Rebick carrying, you know, kettlebells or Robbie doing something, it's mm -hmm. like, that's not what got his shoulder pain-free. What got him pain-free is the hours of them coming in, putting the work at my place and communicating with me like, this is what worked, this mm -hmm. is, you know, this hurts today, this doesn't hurt today. Um, that's where shit happens. You know, the generalized, because in, in Alexis, you know, her and I, we, I sat here for 45 minutes with her. Mm -hmm. um, which I, I have, I love doing it and I will do it again. Um, but my question is, again, back to consistency. Is she even doing what I had told her to do that she said helped me, right? So um, if, you, if you're if you asking the general question of what can I do generally, I can give anyone a general, fucking Google general BJJ warm-up. You're going to find so, hundreds. I mean, I mean, I guess Cisco, you know, she's, but recovering, what do you, right, that's, what do, you do? To answer that part, right? Mm -hmm. But to answer uh, Schizo's question, um, you know, I for recovery, uh, I, I, anything that gets your heart rate up just enough to sweat, mm -hmm. I think grappling is a great uh, recovery tool. I think grappling, it's hard to say go grapple uh, for recovery because when we, we go in here, we want to start going hard. Mm -hmm. um, but um, no, 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 recovering from grappling. grappling. No, you can use grappling. Use, yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. come in the next yeah, day and just yeah. go light. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, okay. Do some full roll. Yeah, I think. Or even better, come to uh, come to a class and do nothing but technique. And just skip out just on the skip out on the rolling. 
um, if they, if you're that sore, you know, right. or just ask like a generalized, hey, look, let's go super light. I don't even care. We don't even have to do anything. We just move. Something that gets your heart rate up. Exactly. Rather be just, grappling. Just, you don't want to drive the heart rate up too much. Walking. But you don't want to be, un- yeah, exactly. Walking is another one. Um, you know, you don't, like, people used to say swimming, but swimming makes most of us fucking sore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, swimming would be the worst thing, I think. Um, but walking in a pool, that's another But walking generally uh, is a good one. Hiking, go, go, you know, do something that you don't generally, go ride a bike. Go. F- that you don't normally do. Yeah. I've heard that yeah. somewhere else, too, yeah. where the guy's like, you spend so much time grappling, go yeah. Do something that's not grappling. Go, go ride a bike. Yeah, ride a bike or, or yeah, go throw some basketball. Do, you know, shoot some hoops. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Do like another sport. Right. Um, Anything that's just going to get your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. You know, enough. You know, not right. something you're sucking wind. You know, doing so. Um, you know, I like a good foam rolling session because a foam rolling session um, that you're doing for a good thirty minutes that'll get your heart rate up and it get you sweating if you're doing it properly. But if you go to a sauna the day after, you're yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I like a good sauna yeah? session. Oh, after okay, I didn't. I mean, so to answer Alexis's question is is refer to the conversation you had with her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, then, earlier because that's a general. That's a question I get all the time. Like, oh, hey, Rudo, uh, what can I do to stretch out my performance? Go, mm. f- go Google that. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> like, is. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, even know what a perf. I've heard of it. I just don't know where it is. Yeah, is it in yeah. your butt? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I didn't know. But I, I know there was, wasn't there another question about, uh, you know, a general uh, program, you know. Just, I, I, guess I think everybody's just, because I had, I did a live video before this, and then um, I had some questions, and then I talked about mobility, and I think mm-hmm. people might not have heard of it, or right. were like, what is right. it, or maybe they get like, they a little misconstrued of what what mobility is right. essentially what is what would you how would you characterize it how would you explain to what because when i mean mobility i'm meaning what you're like making me do i consider like you making me do the avs right right you know what i mean i'm right. not you're literally making my joints <laughs> right move in their right. entire you're making my joints move in the way they're supposed to be moving right. you know, in a full range of motion right um, you ask anybody that comes in and sees me um and comes to be well fitness uh, or if I go to their house, or they come to my house. Um, you know, mobility. First of all, mobility, flexibility. Right? It's any, any. Uh, it's it's the ability for you to be able to move a joint in its access in, in its own joint. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, there's, you know, how many degrees can you move a joint? Uh, what's healthy? What's not healthy? That's that's that. There's all these, um, you know, um, margins or, or, or marks for that. So, um, but <clears throat> you know. If you ask anybody that comes, we don't do a whole lot of stretching. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is move the joint in a, in a way that's going to allow you to stretch and move the joint. Okay. So um, like the AVs, for example, you lay on your back, you put your feet straight up as much as you can, lock them out, find your end range, pull your toes. All right, well, where are you tight at? Oh, I can feel it in my calves. Okay, great. Now I want you to rotate your hip. So we're doing a few different things with that. Um, you're, you're stretching out whatever's limiting you, which would probably be your calves because uh, you said your calves, right? Right. And then... <clears throat> So we're stretching out the calf, and now I'm asking you to rotate the leg like a rotisserie on your hip joint, mm-hmm. which is your hip joint is supposed to rotate. Mostly because if we sit too much, that's where the back pain comes from, yeah. um, is lack of internal rotation because nobody moves their hips in or out. So that's where I get my mobility for people. Um, you know, and that's, that's, that's my idea of mobility, you know, training. Because right. um, not only with that, that drill, we're getting the heart rate up and using the core. So yeah, core. it is. It's like a lot of people fucking... like, oh, my lower abs. Like, oh, great, keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a um, no. I mean, I've done through those sessions, and I'm and I'm sweating after, yeah. and I'm sweating yeah. too. And I think if to, you know, I would say a good if, if by that definition, I would the day after like a good hard session of training, I would just then I would do mobility yeah. because. Yeah. What I, would, I, what I do personally is I do, you know, because you know, you've been enough, uh, uh, been enough with me that you know about the AVs, the toe tappers, mm-hmm. the goosenecks, and the walking without walking. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all things I've gotten from my coach, and those are my top four for a good recovery session. Mm-hmm. Um, and or just standing, um, like a Tai Chi style type of standing, mm-hmm. um, and just breathing. Because you, you ask someone to stand the proper way and really pay attention to what their body's doing, and you ask them to stand for 10 minutes, their legs are going to be shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've had, I don't know if I've had you do it or not, maybe not. Um, but, um, you know, those are the type of things I like to do for personally for myself. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if that answered that question, but. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, 
let's see. Rod's, I don't know if Rod's got a. Um, I don't know if Rod's got. Or oh, question is: Is there general mobility and strengthening work that could be published as part of our of curriculum for all to partake in? So, Rod, this is a question from Rod. Um, just kind of like a again, just again, it goes back to that general question of like. Is, is there is there something that everybody should be doing? Right, absolutely. Um, you know, especially when it comes to uh, I, I think I you know everybody should be doing something before class. Uh -huh. Get on the mats, move your hips around. Um, especially if you're one that came from that fucking desk job, sitting at your desk for eight hours, ten hours, and then you drove here maybe forty five minutes to mm -hmm. an hour. Then now you're gonna do jujitsu right away. No, yeah. you gotta do something. Like you'll see Scott doing those goosenecks. Yeah. He'll do some AVs. Um, and again, it's back to consistency because I've told him you got to do that all the time. You want to see faster results, do it all the time. Robbie, same thing. I would like to see him doing it more. But, you know, um, I think everybody should be doing a little bit of something really quickly um, before you get going. <clears throat> um, even if it's, again, just moving and doing like the windshield wipers back and forth with the hips. Yeah. Um, that's a classic BJJ um, uh, mobility, flexibility type of thing. I was doing that yeah. yesterday after um, the training session. So and I, and I think that's a great one as long as you're doing it properly and you know what you're looking for because a lot of people get, oh, my knee hurts. And again, you're either cranking too far or not doing it right. Um, and to answer his question, yeah, I can most certainly, this is something you and I talked about and I would love to do it, but where's the intent i want people to ask you know questions like i'm not going to do all this work just to um that's my thing with people is like if you want something you got to work for it come ask come after it yeah you know? come at, come ask um, and then you know i want everybody that ever you know like get in contact with don't ever be afraid to ask me a question but don't sit there and bitch about something hurts or something needs to be stretched out in front of me <laughs> and waiting for me to ask you gotta ask me so so vic put something in there but he's nothing under a question it was just um just praising your, um, just praising you and how you've helped him with his uh, with his with his shoulder and his hips. So he's just um, so Vic is, uh, you know, giving you a thumbs up. Mm. Taco Vic, giving you a Taco thumbs up. Taco Vic. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's Vic was see. just in this morning. Yeah, that's why you're late because we should have done this. We should have done this after class. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, and Timmy, Timmy, he says he's curious about his about your fighting days. How did you deal with nerves before getting into a fist fight? Can you describe your experience using jujitsu when fists, elbows, knees, and shins are involved? <laughs> what is your what is your take on developing mental toughness and what's your first martial art you studied? So what's your first martial art you studied? Uh Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. What um our pancreation back then. How'd you deal with the nerves getting into a fight? Before uh, your fight? I didn't I tell you what, man, when you because back when uh, we were doing amateur fights, again, you know, it was either on UFC on you had to be eighteen to pay for it, or you went to like this hole in the wall place. Right. But man, my first fight, um, the the team that I fought for, it was my my coach's coach put on the fights, and we would get like two thousand people to these damn things. Jesus. Yeah. So my first fight uh, was in front of that many people. <clears throat> wasn't in some gym, you know, with right. hundred people. Um, yeah, it, it was it was nuts, man. I remember being so scared that walking up to the ring, I like gasped immediately before I <laughs> into the ring. And I remember stepping into the ring. <laughs> I still have the video. I was bouncing, but my legs were so shaky that you fell, <laughs> and I just wanted to fall over, man. Um, and because you step in that ring, that light that they post above you, man, it's like a thousand degrees. Um, but my coach always um, tired us out. So before we'd right before we'd go out and we they'd call our name he would he would make us hit hard pads hard hard pads yeah. to wrap up uh, wrap up the heart rate and then uh, we would walk out there. Um, That's what I'm gonna start doing before yeah, matches. Yeah. So then we got out there and uh, get after it. But um, you know a lot of it's just knowing that you put the hard work in uh -huh. and that you got to have the confidence in yourself. If you if you if for any moment you doubt your ability. You've already give you know you've already lost. Right. Um, so you have to take the time ahead of time to know that I have done the best of my ability. 
and giving it my all for this training for this you know one thing and I'm gonna fucking beat this dude's ass because mm-hmm. um, if you go anything again with any other thought other than that then you've already lost what um <clears throat> what's the di- what's the I think his next question is there a difference between sports jiu-jitsu and MMA jiu-jitsu what can you get away with you know what because I, I mean I've said it I mean I've said it when I mean, there's a difference between the sport and MMA jiu-jitsu there is oh my god because you can't oh, get away yeah. with there's certain things you, you're not gonna do <clears throat> Um, I never fought MMA, but when I was starting off, we would always put the gloves on and punch each other and try to do jujitsu. Right. That was a kind of not common thing, but it wasn't. It was, it, it was common enough for me to keep gloves in my bag when I first started right. off. My first few months in, um, I mean, shit. I can tell you right off the bat. If I mean, I'm not. You better. You better. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a difference, and there is a huge difference when huge there's difference. when there there it is, and you just you don't have to like, you know, you don't have to fight. I think you just need to train a few handful of times while somebody tries to fucking punch you, uh-huh. and yeah. and you'll realize I'm not gonna sit in this position, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. So a lot of it when it comes to me when it when I'm sitting in, that's why when I when I play when I'm playing half guard, or I'm telling you guys, grab the bicep, black the bicep. Yes. Yes. Especially in half guard, it's not because yeah, it's, he's not wrapping my head, but like, get used to that because if you guys ever decide to start doing some punches with your jujitsu, and you have that in your head, you're not that guy's right. not going to be able to punch you with that right. with that free arm. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, even the guys that uh, Lucas Leach in his instructional video for his half guard. When he talks about blocking that bicep, he goes, I block the punch. Yep. But he's showing you sport jiu-jitsu moves. But he's right. like, I'm right. blocking the punch. Right. So. Well, it's the same thing. If you just take the, take the gi away, because we already know, like, right, you have grips in, in the mm-hmm. gi. Whereas if you just take no gi grappling in MMA, there's, I, I still think right there, even with the grips off, those are two very different styles uh-huh. of grappling. Um, <clears throat> especially like you just said, when you add punches in, man. Um, even if you're talking about the guard, like what was the first thing you ever learned in guard? Like the, um, uh, the, what are they, four or five stages, whatever it is. From yeah, the yeah. Guard, guard yeah. punching cycle. Um, you know, block the bicep first because mm-hmm. you want to block the punch, which will then feed you into attacking uh, Kimura or whatever arm bars. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, I was fortunate. I mean, again, when I first started off, I was fortunate. I mean, I started at a, I mean, I started at a Carlson affiliate and I was fortunate to, you know, that was part of something that we, I know that we did because at least, you know, back, 13 years ago when they were still doing a lot of MMA type of jiu-jitsu there or in, in the affiliates around or just common, they would like, it would block the yeah. bicep, get yeah. the knee, get the shins in the, get the shins on the biceps to yeah. block from getting punched, Yeah, you know? And I think, you know, some people forget, but you know, we try to do our best to remind people, but yeah. Um, um, you know, it's funny uh, talking about it because it was about um, actually before I transitioned here, um, we were doing an MMA class, and I was like, oh, you know what? I haven't done this in a while. I'll jump in. And so I jumped in on the MMA class, put on some gloves, and I hadn't been done MMA style in, a, like, probably at that time. It was probably six years now. Um, so I've been a long time, so I've been used to that and been into that. And uh, you forget, like, how important it is to block the bicep. Yeah. So I was getting punched left and right, relying on my spider guard and, yeah, and yeah. you know putting my getting my butterfly hooks and uh, I don't know it was just, it's, it was different. I was getting punched left and right. I'm like, oh my god, I totally forgot. Like it, it is way different. And if you're yeah. not blocking the bicep and worrying about you know going for punches, you gotta take those punches away. Then you gotta grapple. Yeah, you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna do you're not gonna do half the shit that I show you when there's a punch involved. Right, right. But right. that's the point. The point you know we're teaching you know right. I'm showing you guys sport aspect of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yeah. but, and I'm always going to, I'm always, I always say it, this motherfucker starts punching you, man, half this shit's not going to, close yeah. guard's your friend, yeah. Yeah. you know, close yeah. guard's your friend, and, and collar tie him up, and yeah, you just tie him up, and don't yeah. let him punch you, and <clears throat> hug the head, and don't let him fucking uh, make that space anymore, but, you know, it always goes back to, sometimes we lose focus of, like, why, jiu- you know, what the, the importance of what jiu-jitsu was, was like, it was right. self-defense, Martial art, right? And know. one of the positions you'll um, that I think shows that immediately is anytime someone gets into mount, because like you got the ankle pick, I don't, or whatever I don't know what you call it, but where you kind of shrimp to your side, you're pushing on the knee, whether it be with your elbow or hand, and you step over and pick that. Oh yeah, and like drag yeah, it across, yeah, you just drag right? it across and drag yeah, it across. Yeah. Um, you'll find out very quickly that 
that, that shit don't work. That doesn't work because you're as soon as you go to push on, you're, he's punching in the face. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's different. Yeah. It's really different. If you're not learning how to pretend or pretend uh, to protect and move at the same time, well, you're getting punched. <clears throat> or you just have to deal with it, right? Because if, if it, that's your, what works and you know that works for you, then you you got to know you're going to get punched a couple times yeah. to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and plus then when you're on top, it's fun because you can uh, – it, it was fun because, you know, you get to punch somebody in the head and you can punch somebody <laughs> in the face and they'll open up and then it's a lot easier than trying to, you know, cross-face them and like or, – or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You'll, you'll see, like, all of a sudden, maybe something that didn't work because the guy doesn't have, is not being threatened right. to get punched. Right, right. you start punching <laughs> someone and while you're in mouth. Yeah, all of a sudden you do, get, like, They a, start doing this, Yeah, all of a sudden you get the easiest armbar in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean, or... <laughs> they start punch, putting their arm up in there and then you armbar. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it, it's both sides. You'll see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Or you'll be surprised at what does work because of the fact of the punch. Mm-hmm. Um, Kicking is different. Because we're t- that's we're just stand up, and I'm, right. I'm assuming just on the ground. Yeah. Um, even knees, getting kneed in the stomach hurts. Yeah. Getting punched in the stomach hurts. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's gonna hurt and it's gonna it's tight. It's gonna tighten you up. Plus, it's gonna fucking make you tired more. Oh yeah. Because you're getting punched. Yeah. You're, uh, you're, yeah, yeah. You're get, ooh, yeah. You're, that air is literally coming yeah. out of you when the person's gasping. Ah, I remember that getting. I'm like, man, I'm really tired. What the fuck? Yeah. Because I was getting yeah. punched in getting the fucking punched. stomach yeah. and in the rib. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, those are, that was a good question, Timmy. Yeah, there's always a difference. Um, there will be. Um, well, even back to like, you know, a little off subject, I guess, but not really because um, just a little quick story. Um, you know, and it goes with his question about the mentality and then the difference of, you know, MMA, jiu-jitsu. I will never forget because I learned a lot from just this moment um, training. <clears throat> you know, and it go- it's something I said in class this morning with the kid, the white belts. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you can't give up something until you're out of danger. Um, I remember I was training for my second fight. It was a really tough fight against uh, one of Matt Hume's top up-and-coming guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really my second fight. And um, we were in training, and one of the guys, one of my teammates, had mounted me and was punching the shit out of me. I couldn't get him out. So I said, fuck it. I got, like, another minute left in the round. I was, I'm tapping out. And my coach saw that and said, fuck that. You're staying there, Reno, and you're going to get punched in the face until you get out. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit. I can't get out. I don't even know what to do. And he goes, it doesn't matter. You better find a way. Um, and so then he in- in told my teammates to like, punch the fuck out of him. I want him bleeding until he gets out of there. Ooh. And so, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, he started punching the hell. I mean, he was he went full on. And we were fighting. Um, and I was fighting to get out. I was stuck for like 20 seconds. I even gave up. And he punched me like twice. I remember like kind of, you know, blacking out a little bit. And then my coach like, you better get the hell out. You better get the hell out. He was like, I'm not stopping this timer until you get up. And next thing I know, I'm like, you know, I just like this rage. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. So he's not punching me in the face anymore. Mm-hmm. And I got him out. Right. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that mentality of that back to the mentality thing that he was asking about is man, you know, either you got to dig down, um, when right. shit hits the fan, you know, um, and then, uh, it, it, it's too much. I, too often, I think we're seeing people just giving up on a position or attacking something. It's like, oh, I didn't get it. Well, then keep going. Attack, 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 until you do get it. Um. Yeah, they. Um. And that's life. I mean, like, look at all these entrepreneurs. I, I don't care. Let's just use business. Like, like, how many people get rich? Or how you know they didn't get rich because they gave up on the first venture. Right. Didn't exactly. Work. They fucking fought, 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 fought. Exactly. Until like. It worked. No, I get you. It's life. And that's the thing. I have a buddy in Ohio. He tells the story how when he was rest- when he would wrestle, his his coach would cover their mouth. Yeah. He would cover their mouth and goes, "If you want to get up from your back, you will." Yep. He goes, "You you'll find <laughs> yeah. a way." Yep. You know, and it goes back, and I'm like, and then right then I'm like, I'm like, if you want to get out, you can get out. Yeah. It's just people again are inherently lazy, yeah. Yeah. and they will, and they will just. You know, and um, I think a lot of people think I might be a little hard on the kids, but I see that with the kids too. I we went through. A, I mean, kids still do it now, and I and, I, and that's why when I watch them and I roll, and the kids tap because they are in mount. I don't. I'm like, no, no, no. You go back right, in there. Right. You know, unless the kids like I don't know how to get out. Literally, because I just started like you know three weeks ago. Maybe right. we haven't covered a mount escape, but 
if a kid's been here for a few months and like all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's start over. I'm like, nope, yeah. you're going to stay there until yeah. you get out. Right. right. And like maybe on the outside, the kid, the parents might see that as, oh, he's being hard on my kids. It's like, no, well, I, yeah, I am being hard on yeah. your kids. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm making them dig deep to, right. you know, remember the technique that we right. have gone over right. several times since he's been here, right. especially if he or she has been here for, let's say, a year. Right. You know, so and if that's the hardest thing that kid has to deal with in his day, yeah, I mean, that's what shit, I said. like if he gets with a bully or anything hard in life, it, it, you know, it's not going to be as hard as being mounted and being frustrated for a minute. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. It always goes back to that. And I always tell people, yeah, if that's the hardest, yeah, if that's the hardest part of your day, then you're having a pretty good day, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but. uh <laughs> Uh, or you need to get out of your damn house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's just, but it, it should teach you. It should te- inherently jujitsu is going to teach you more than any other martial art because there is already a character. There's already in grappling itself. There's already a character development process right. or development, I guess, curriculum in it because the more you struggle, the more you struggle, the more the worse is going to get. Um, that's just a, that just translates to life in general. Oh, yeah. The more you struggle, the worse it's going to get. Instead of, hey, s- sit back, think about what the fuck you're doing, mm-hmm. think your way out instead of trying to react like a spazoid, and then you'll eventually you'll get out. But if you're, you know, if you're freaking out, it's going to get worse. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you freak out and you lose you know, concentration. And I think that, and I think that when you know sometimes. You know, as an instructor, you have to tell people that, and you have to remind people that it's like you're getting better. It's like, oh, I couldn't get out of my mouth. No, you just got better. Why? Because now you know what it is to be stuck down there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, now you know what it is, and you've seen the worst part of that right. position. Now let's. Next time you're in mouth, it's not as scary. It's not as scary. Number one, number two, like, okay, it's not as scary. Now I can think and I can breathe. Yeah. I, I think I put out a video a few months ago, help trying to help out like the white belts, and one of the pieces of advice I gave was breathe. Yeah. Was yeah. it goes back to your breathing. It's like exactly. go back and breathe. It's exactly. Because like, everything slows down. <laughs> it's like when you breathe, yeah. man, like yeah. it slows everything slows down. Yeah. And then you can think. But if you're not breathing No, you're almost hyperventilating yourself. Yeah, if you're not breathing, then you're not fucking you're not that means you're not thinking, then you're panicking, you're rushing yeah. and then yeah. everything goes to hell and then you're tapping and then yeah. then you start tapping and you start tapping over and over again and you keep panicking and then all of a sudden you're like, oh I don't want to go to jujitsu anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go to jiu-jitsu anymore, so... Yeah. But that's what happens, inherently, but... Oh, well. Yeah. Well, I think it's a... Man, yeah. The, the, <laughs> it's funny. Because I'm just yelling at people, you know, breathe. And it's it's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. All right, well, we'll wrap it up. But um, any last parting words or anything? No, I mean, I don't know. Thanks for having me on. I, um, I think it was really good questions, you know. You know, the big thing is, um, whether it be jiu-jitsu, whether it be strength conditioning, I, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, one, it's consistency. Um, you know, the other kind of question, like part of like Alexis's question, or, or, or the other question I get is, well, what do you think about XYZ, yoga, CrossFit? Like, back to consistency. If you want to do something, just be consistent and it will work. Right. You know, whether it be diet or food or whatever it be, whatever kind of diet you want to look at, just be consistent and it's going to fucking work. Right. Um, and then there was a question uh, the other night, <clears throat> which I'll answer too, was because uh, we were talking about this on the live, is mm-hmm. uh, strength training for jujitsu. You know, if if strength conditioning is something you're looking forward you know, for jujitsu, it should supplement your jujitsu. It should not hinder your jiu-jitsu especially mm-hmm. if jiu-jitsu is your thing and that's what you want to be really good at and you want to compete and that's what you're doing yeah okay then your strength and conditioning needs to again supplement your jiu-jitsu not be your predominant thing you're doing if you're doing weightlifting four days a week and only doing jiu-jitsu twice or three times a week you're doing it wrong you're not gonna you're not gonna be good at competitions or be some world class right, right. you need to do jiu-jitsu um the classic thing is well how much cardio do i need to do I don't know how many days a week are you doing jujitsu? Three. Okay, can you add another day of jujitsu? Yeah, then do that. Use that as your cardio mm-hmm. or stop being lazy in your rounds. And in, or if you're stopping at round two, do another round. Push yourself to do that yeah. and get acclimated to doing three rounds. Um, 
So again, you know, it, like there's too many people um, that want to be a weightlifter and a grappler. It, it, one's gonna take the back seat. Right. Um, so, you know, if if you're wanting to be a world class, you know, grappler, then the the weightlifting will be again supplementing and taking the back seat. Right. Um, so that's what uh, to answer that question too, and then just kind of leave on that. But, you know, yeah, I'm always up for questions, and then I'll cool. if we want, we can, you know, put up something in the group. You know, you and I, we can put up a basic. Um, you know, warm up for people if they want to do it. Yeah. So, but again, like it, you know, people gotta let me know that they want to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys gotta let, you guys yeah. gotta let us know. So. So, Just can't assume that we're gonna yeah, do it because yeah. we don't want to put out material that nobody cares about. Right, so, right, right. but cool, so, awesome. Well, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Jason. I certainly did. Um, we had some, uh, we had some pretty, uh, we had a good time. And um, obviously, kind of uh, busting uh, busting some balls there with his boss. Uh, his boss is a super, super, super nice guy. But I recommend you guys working with Jason, um, asking him some questions whenever you see him. Uh, he's always more than willing to help. But the, the the really get the true sense of what Jason does is to uh, go and work with him. Uh, he's right in the area. Uh, if you guys go ahead, he's right at Be Well Fitness. If you guys look that up. Uh, you guys will see he's super, super close. It's well worth the investment that you guys make. Uh, it's going to get you guys moving. If you guys want to lose weight, he'll help you with that. If you want to get stronger, he'll help you with that. If you want to get moving uh, properly, work with posture, he's going to help you with that. Um, he's um, he's incredibly knowledgeable in that, um, in that aspect. So we need to, um, if you guys want, you guys can reach out to him, and we really need to, uh, kind of promote him more <laughs> at the uh, at the academy um, because we have a um, we have kind of like a big fountain of knowledge just uh, here <laughs> teaching classes and um, so if you guys are interested in information just go ahead and visit Be Well Fitness I think it's BeWellFitness.com and then uh, of course uh, Jason's always here Jason's here Monday Wednesday Fridays at 10 a.m. he teaches the morning classes and he also teaches the beginners at night on Monday night and on top of him training Jason's here pretty much <laughs> all the time um, so I hope you guys enjoyed the interview I certainly did uh, we did learn learn a few things of course like I said I learned a few things about Jason that I didn't know which is pretty awesome and uh, I'm pretty sure he was uh, slated to go and fight Rumble on the Rock I didn't really um, sit down and I thought about that but uh, Rumble on the Rock was kind of like a big promotion because BJ Penn was running it or BJ Penn and his family were running it. So that was kind of a big thing. So um, that would have been awesome for him, you know, to be on that. Um, that's kind of like the infancy of mixed martial arts. So um, other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed it. With anything, if you guys need to reach out to any, reach out to us about our school or anything, please do not hesitate to visit LakeCountyBJJ.com and at LakeCountyBJJ, uh, pretty much on any sort of social media out there. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, starting this new Instagram TV. Um, if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't heard about it, it's pretty interesting. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna try to overtake YouTube. So we'll see where it comes from that. But all that, guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I will see you guys on the mat. Thanks, guys.